0: Kenyon Drake, the star of the Monday Night Football game, got to love the Drake. Any Seinfeld fans listening out there, you know what I'm talking about. football dudes podcast i'm your host brandon the gm brandon J the gm i'm here and we're gonna talk about this week's nfl football matchups and your fantasy football lineups hopefully you have made it this far in the fantasy playoffs i made it in all five of my leagues thank goodness because of a late carson wentz miracle this is what's going on in the nfl this year because all of these guys are falling to injury and i don't know what has to be done about it. I don't know if there is anything they can do about it. Perhaps there's something with the concussion protocol they need to change, perhaps it's something with uh, just tackling rules, I don't know. But as soon as you start to change rules, people don't, their people become unhappy. So all I'm gonna say about that is that it's a shame. It's one of the worst injury years to star players ever in the NFL. And especially if you're a first time fantasy player It's never like this. You're never going to have your heart broken mid-season. Well, not as much as you have this year, but (laughs) there will always be some fantasy heartbreak in the middle of the year. So, big bummer with our guy Carson Wentz. We were all super happy with him and how he was doing this year. It looked like the Eagles were going to the Super Bowl. And, to be honest, they're very possible to make it there again because they have an extremely capable offense and defense, and they have special, special teams. They're very special. So... I'm not ruling him out of a deep playoff run, but hey, Carson Wentz was the heart and soul of that team, and he just was a great person overall. And it's a huge bummer that he tore his ACL, and that has just affected so many star players this year. Hopefully we hit next year healthy. Maybe we'll have one of the healthiest NFL fantasy years ever. So, yeah. So after a disappointing fantasy performance by pretty much every Patriots player, except Rex Burkhead, but even his wasn't spectacular. We look at the Patriots. Now they are. They have a worse record. Steelers are pretty much the best team in the NFL record-wise. So what? What hap- What happened, Brady? I mean, you are supposed to be the greatest of all time, and you can't pull off a win against a terrible, terrible AFC team. I don't know, Brady. I don't know. I don't know. you got to figure something out in Miami. Uh, as for the Dolphins, there were some positives. Jay Cutler looked like a beast out there. He was slinging some great passes, and it was wonderful. I mean, that's all I have to say. I don't think he can maintain that because the Patriots are never as good in uh, Miami. Even Patriots fans will admit they've had some tough runs in Miami. So... I'm going to cut. just quickly go over some of the, the games from last week to just talk about them. Ravens Steelers, an amazing comeback by the Steelers. They've had so many of these in the past few weeks. Ravens really should have had the game, but uh, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon, but the, the killer beat, nobody can stop that team. It's just they just come back from behind, and the over under for that game was over 70 points, uh, if you're looking at it right now. So big gummer for the Ravens. They were about to take a big division win, but they couldn't do it. Eagles at Rams. Oh, what is with the Rams? They have so many tough matchups. Oh, I feel so bad for them because I, as they probably will win quite a few games and they'll probably go to the playoffs and have some great successes in there. I really wanted them to have a, a higher, higher seed than they have right now. They face the Vikings. They face the Eagles. They just—they're having a tough time over there. And they face—they've lost the Cowboys. They've lost a few in a row here. Um maybe i'm thinking of the eagles there but um as for the the jaguars i cannot believe they stopped the seahawks on that drive jaguars had some great plays um yeah so if you're a packers fan listen to this i'm not gonna rant about the packers i promise this is just a quick comment here for the packers to make the playoffs which is crazy because they face two of the top teams in the nfc in the next two weeks they got uh, the Vikings and then the Lions are week seventeen. That's not a tough matchup. They really should have beat the Lions, but Brett Hundley really is not a franchise quarterback. And then uh, they have the Panthers this week, so they got Panthers Vikings. Odds of them winning those games, odds of them making the playoffs are it's not even one percent chance because the Seahawks have to lose to the uh, Ezekiel the Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott. They have to lose to them, or they have to lose this week to the Rams. So Packer's fans hope isn't dead and then after that happens, other things could happen, but this is the most most likely scenarios. the the Saints have to beat the Falcons in week 16 and looking ahead, guys, I, I don't think it's impossible. I mean if you're looking at the Falcons, it's at Saints Stadium. So it's at the Superdome. At the Superdome, you know, the upside breeze gets at the Superdome. Plus, if they have Alvin Kamara back healthy, I don't... I mean, I think the Saints are going to demolish the Falcons. They're going to say, we're the Saints. We're, we are the dominant NFC team. I think that the Saints put up a big, strong standing. And that's what's got to happen there. But um, I don't need to go into too much detail on the past NFL games. Other than the Chargers are still hot. The Jets I everybody's value goes down except maybe austin safari and jenkins and Bilal powell because poor josh mccallum broke his hand gosh another qb entry never ends cardinals won in a stinker to the titans um cowboys beat the giants didn't see that coming uh bears beat the Bengals. big surprise by jordan howard i'll discuss his performance later bills colts kind of a stinker oh if anybody watched that game it was a snowy one I'm serious. Look up some YouTube videos. It looks like Minnesota in Buffalo. It was crazy. Texans lost, uh, even though they got uh, two touchdowns to my man, DeAndre Hopkins. The guy finally came back for a huge game like we've been waiting him to do. Panthers beat the Vikings and Jonathan Stewart's probably number one career game in terms of touchdowns. Chiefs beat the Raiders, and Kareem Hunt redeemed himself t- tiny little bit. Lions beat the Buccaneers. Buccaneers aren't totally as bad as we thought they were. They've just had some incredibly close comeback matchups because Stafford led another one. Packers barely beat the Browns for their second overtime win in a row. And Falcons l- beat the Saints by a t- uh, field goal, excuse me, purely and purely because. Are you guys listening? Purely because Alvin Kamara was out that game. His presence off the field and on the field is unparalleled. So that kind of rookie talent, with it back against the Jets this week, I would expect Alvin Kamara to score at least two touchdowns. All right, next, we're going to start with this week. Tomorrow, it's 7.25 p.m. This is Wednesday night, by the way. On our website, it says that all podcasts and rankings will be up by 10 p.m. on Saturdays. So Or on Wednesdays, excuse me. Just so you know, Broncos at Colts. The Broncos have had an extremely subpar... I just... I don't know. Um, it seems like their, their their defense has just gotten worse and worse. The only reason they beat the Jets is because McCown got injured and they were playing okay football. But, guys, I, I don't really like anybody in this matchup. Demarius Thomas had a good last game, so he would probably be a, a, a low-floor wide receiver, too. For those of you who don't know... A uh, low floor, the floor is just, like, the minimum. Like, what are they going to get in terms of, like, targets or carries? Uh, what is the minimum for a player? And the ceiling is, like, like they could get here. Like, they could go above and beyond. This is where they could go. So if they have a high ceiling, it means, okay, they could totally blow up and have a great week. But if they have a low floor, it means, that, gosh, they could score 1 point, 2 points. So Demarius Thomas does have a low floor just because of the, the quarterback play. For the Broncos but then again it's the Colts and they're a really really bad team so with the Broncos at 4-9 and the Colts at 3-10 they're not too I mean I would think that the Broncos take this game because the Colts are worse so I guess what I would say is that the Broncos Demarius Thomas if you need a starter CJ Anderson gosh just a flex play but I don't even like him there and as for the Colts, T.Y. Hilton would be a better play this week than most weeks. Although to Talib is going to be back, so uh, that, that's even not a as play. And Dante Moncrief is out, so all the all the talent in Broncos' backfield is going to be on T.Y. Hilton. So gosh, he is a he is a flyer play. If you really need to start a wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton is your guy. Uh, but I don't like Frank Gore in this matchup. So let's move on. That is at Indianapolis, by the way. Bears at Lions. Anytime Matthew Stafford is on artificial turf at the uh, as his, at home turf, he's kind of a beast. So, yeah. And if he if we get more news that his hand is healed up a little better, then that will give me more confidence to start Golden Tate, to start Matthew Stafford, to start Marvin Jones Jr. Not that I would be starting him, but to start Eric Ebron, And I don't really like running backs in the Lions' backfield right now. As of right now, the, the most talent I've seen, like just watching, just eyeballing it, would be Amir Abdullah. But like I said, it, I don't trust any of them because the Lions aren't that good of a team, and they rely on their passing game from Matthew Stafford more than anything. So let's go and talk about yeah, – well, like I said, uh, Matthew Stafford, check his status – the Bears, are, they're a decent defense. They're not great. I mean, they held Cincinnati to a touchdown last week. So, I mean, but they've been worse in the previous four weeks to that. So maybe Golden Tate's a stronger play. Actually, I'm going to restate that. As of right now, I would say Golden Tate and Marvin Jones Jr. are both kind of, they would be wide receiver ones if in a perfect world. But I don't see either of them taking the majority of the targets. Marvin Jones Jr. is the deep threat. Golden Tate is the slot threat, so that's what I'm gonna say about that matchup. As for the Bears, Jordan Howard, I'm, I just, I don't, I don't think anybody saw that coming. That's what I'll say. Trubisky won't nearly have a good game as he did have last week, so you're not starting anybody but Howard on that team unless you really, really, really need a wide receiver. Then you're starting Dontrell Inman, but he's like low end flex, like if not bench worthy. So, yeah. For Jordan Howard, you're not sitting Jordan Howard after a game like that, and odds are you don't have a better option. If you have any questions about that, make sure to text us or send us a direct message at, on Instagram, the Fantasy Football Dudes Instagram, or 612 808 4399. We're happy to answer your stuff regardless of what you got going on, guys. Uh, I hope two guys win their. Uh, championships one of them well one of, when their playoff matchups excuse me one of them did in fact win the championship by a, a huge amount cuz i called the kareem hunt thing or i said start kareem hunt and start the start the defense or excuse me i'm i'm like off guys like i have like a bunch of papers due this week because winter break is coming up so i have a ton of papers to do so i'm like whoa my brain is out here so any questions? 612-808-4399. What a division matchup coming up. Chargers at Chiefs. I think that Alex Smith and the Chiefs don't have enough power to to really um, to, be, to beat the, the Chargers' surging offense. Keenan Allen is just playing incredible. They have the backups and Tyrell Williams, and I think they still have Travis Benjamin. I don't think he's with the Browns yet. So... Um Kareem Hunt is a lower end starter for me because the Chargers have had a, a a formidable defense um up front. So I'm being careful with Kareem Hunt this week. Odds are you don't have better options, especially after he posted a decent performance last week. So uh as for Tyreek Hill, look, like I said, I mean they played the Raiders last week and the Raiders aren't that great. So I'm I'm saying that the Chargers win this game, but you start in Philip Rivers, and you start in Keenan Allen. Those are two two players that I really like. Melvin Gordon is a must-start. On the Instagram page, I may have made the wrong call on Austin Eckler. Yes, he's a part of the offense, but I don't think he's fantasy-relevant yet. I just think he's a really good add, especially if Gordon goes down. There's a lot of pass-catching kind of Alvin Kamara talent there. So for the Chiefs, I don't like any Chiefs this because The Chargers defense has been so good. Casey Hayward's playing for him really, really well. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't like any of them, but odds are you don't have better options. And a lot of times in fantasy, that's what it comes down to. I start this random guy off waivers because the GM told me not to start Alex Smith. No, you're starting Alex Smith. You're probably starting Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt, too. And t- Travis Kelsey continues to be a beast. So uh, that's about it for that game. Next up is Giants at Eagle, or Eagles versus Giants at the Giants Stadium. Look, guys. Let's let's just all be real here, okay? We know Nick Foles is no Carson Wentz, okay? Like you couldn't spell his name without no. So <laughs> I've had way too punny today. Uh, so I guess people are saying I mean the Giants have allowed the most points to quarterbacks in all fantasy last time I checked, and. <sighs> I mean, where do you have better options? You just lost Carson Wentz. You just lost Josh McCown. Unless you added Aaron Rodgers. Foles might be the best shot you got. Especially against the Giants. I mean, they've lost rodgers Camardi. They've lost... Well, I mean, I don't even know any of the guys they have left back there. They've been so injured. I I don't know how they're going to fix that team, but I hope that the, the draft pick they get next year maybe gives them a little spark. So... We still see no consistency in the Eagles' backfield for a clear number one back. I wish J.J. would have found his success there. And if I were the Eagles, I would definitely give him more carries. But Corey Clement seems to be the pass-catching back that they're using to run as well. So in a deep, deeper league, he's definitely well. He's worth an add. Uh, but then you're in the fantasy playoffs. Don't get cute. Don't say, oh, he's got a good matchup. I'm going to start him over Le'Veon Bell. No. Okay? You have to start your studs. As for the Giants, there's nobody there except Evan Ingram that is appealing. So that's about it for that one. And uh, the Eagles are, they were kind of like, I'm trying to think of a team that was that's kind of like the Eagles right now. Because they, they don't have number one wide receiver. They they don't have an older Beckham Jr. to stand. They don't have a Le'Veon Bell. There's no number one running back. So you're kind of stuck there. And that one's a tough one. Um... So, honestly, the only confident start would be Nick Foles. And, by the way, Zach Ertz has cleared concussion protocol. So, he's a strong start. And Nick Foles is a low-end QB1 with a high ceiling. There, I used it. Just so you know, guys, Bears, Lions, and Chargers Chiefs are the first Saturday games of the year. So, make sure you have your fantasy lineup set by tonight or by tomorrow night before 7.15. And especially by Saturday at 3.30. That's when the first game is starting. Next up is Bengals at Vikings. Vikings are going to eat the Bengals alive. I don't know what happened if there were Bengals and Vikings back in the Viking ages, but definitely the Vikings take the win here, unless they pull up, shall I say, Vikings, and they choke. But honestly, I don't think it's I don't think it's possible to choke against the Bengals. Um, so let's discuss this. AJ Green is your start I am not I mean you're not sitting AJ Green but I'm probably not starting Andy Dalton in most leagues because of the Vikings and I don't really want to start Giovanni Bernard because he's not that great of a running back to begin with and he's not (laughs) nobody's fantasy relevant adventure against the Vikings anymore oh my gosh guys the Vikings are so good that's all I'm going to say. Vikings, there is... I mean, Latavius Murray is the only one I will go with. He is an RB2 with a very low floor. Actually, he's not. doesn't have a low floor. What am I looking for here? He has a moderately high ceiling and a moderate... It's like a moderate floor. He's not He's not going to bomb. He's probably going to get you a touchdown maybe 30, 40 yards at least. Thielen is a strong start now. He's getting too many yards, especially if you're in a PPR points per reception league. Definitely Adam Thielen should be on your radar. Why are you guys sitting Case Keenum? He's a beast. Unless he somehow runs out of luck, which I don't think it's luck. I think it's skill on that team. Unless somehow the Vikings are losing and everything. I like Case Keenum. They're all projected for him to do really bad. And the Bengals have a tough secondary, so he is a QB, two. I mean, he would be like, if I had to rank him, he'd probably be like my... QB 8, QB 9, maybe QB 7, somewhere in that range, my top 9. So, odds are you don't have better options. And that's a, honestly, that's what it comes down to in fantasy. And Kyle Rudolph is probably the guy you're starting, but I don't see any sneaky guys on the Vikings or Bengals that, uh, except, I mean, if you're in a really, really deep league, then Brandon LaFell, but even him really isn't worth a start. Next up is Ravens at Browns. So although it's at Cleveland, excuse me, I was taking a sip of water. You know, people don't talk about it enough. But water actually tastes pretty good. Like, if you can find, like, really good water. Like, if you... Like, if, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. But, like, just cold water, there's something about it where on certain days, I would choose an ice-cold water over an ice-cold Coke or Diet Dr. Pepper. And that is saying a lot for me because I am a Diet Dr. Pepper addict. So, I mean, water's pretty good. And, like, one thing I do is I, like, put some out in this, like... I mean, I just let the ice sit in it forever, and it's really good. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about my water habits. Um, Ravens play the Browns this is a Sunday game. You're still—I mean, I'm starting Alex Collins against Cleveland. You betcha, yeah. And Flacco is not even—I mean, he should be like your QB twelve. No, not even there. QB sixteen maybe. Um, and Mike Wallace is merely a-, a flex. If you're even rostering him, I wouldn't roster him. The Browns, you're starting Josh Gordon every week now. Congratulations, he has, he's he's done it. He has finally succeeded in that. So, yeah, he's he's actually pretty good, and I'm so happy he's back with success. As for Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser, no, and as I uh, <laughs> Isaiah Crowell, uh, he's merely a low. He's an extremely low full, floor uh, running back too. Cardinals, Redskins. I was kind of high on the Redskins, but they don't have a great record. I think they're kind of out of the playoffs now because everybody else there's just too too big of a race to get into the playoffs in the NFC. So they're pretty much playing to knock other teams out of the playoffs. Samaj P Ryan is an RB two with a low floor, but he could also get a few touchdowns. Josh, not Josh Doxson, Jamison Crowder. He's the number one wide receiver option there. By the way, jo- Jordan Reed was put on IR, so Vernon Davis would be a not I mean he would be a low tier starting tight end. But then again, tight end options this year are slimming even more and more for skill. And yeah, so Jamison Crowder's a wide receiver three slash flex with upside. He's a very high floor. He can do a great game there. So for the Cardinals, Adrian Peterson's not starting. Kerwin Williams not a strong start. Larry Fitzgerald, you're starting. Ricky Seals-Jones, whose production has gone down in the past few weeks, so he's definitely not a must-start for me. I would rank him maybe number 10 among tight ends, if not top 12. All right, this one right, might i I'm thinking about this one all weekend. Rodgers is back, baby. I'm so happy for him to be playing again. Good for the guy so he doesn't have to shoot commercials with the annoying Clay Matthews in his hair. We have Packers going to the Carolina Panthers' stadium. Jamal Williams looks like the clear back for Packers right now. But Rodgers is back, so they might be throwing more. Why am I saying they might be throwing? They will be throwing more. But even though Rodgers is a beast, and he should be owned in all leagues, and you should be starting him in all leagues, that he might be worried that his collarbone is going to get re-injured. I mean, because you never know. I mean, it's it's about 80% healed, I think. So, he might be worried, he might be reluctant to uh, to risk himself, his body, through the plays. So, that's the only reason that I would be like, okay, let's start, let's totally start uh, Jamal Williams. But, I mean, I think you're starting Jamal Williams. He is a, a running back two, uh, with, uh, a mid-tier running back two with huge upside, huge like if he does good again this week, I'm putting him as an RB one, guys. He would be probably ranked inside my top twelve, if not my top ten, because there aren't a lot of great options out there. <sighs> yeah, you better add Jordy Nelson, especially if you got a roster spot. I was thinking about it for a second, then I was like, why am I thinking about a- adding Jordy Nelson? Rodgers is back, people. Even if the Packers, I mean, I they might sit Rodgers if for some reason the Packers don't win this week, which would totally be a surprise to me. Um, because honestly, every year we've said, "Oh, Packers can make the playoffs. Oh, they're not gonna make the playoffs," but they have made them for eight years, eight or nine years in a row now. So, you know, I feel like it's just I'm trusting the Packers to win out because they they usually come through and they need to. So. Let me just mention here, Jordy Nelson's value goes up. Devontae Adams' value goes down a little bit. He's he's kind of more of a wide receiver three with high floor. But then again, we haven't seen... Because this offense is now adapted to Brett Hundley's style just a little bit. So they might have to get more used to Rodgers. Devontae Adams may be still on more of those targets. Uh, but then again, I think Brett Hundley and Devontae Adams, something clicked there. So... For now, Jamal Williams is your strong start. Wait to hear some status updates on Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams. What the heck's going on there? If the projections go up for one or the other, I would probably start Jordy Nelson as. A, I mean, I wouldn't have huge expectations for him, but I put him as like a wide receiver three this week, maybe. So, yeah. But as for the Panthers, you're starting Devin Funchess against the Packers. Brutal secondary. It's bad. You're probably starting Cam Newton too. And Jonathan Stewart, I mean, you're probably starting to run CMC, Christian McCaffrey this game, too, as a low-end running back. No, actually a mid-tier because Packers have been destroyed and just kicked by those screenplays this year. And the running threats and the receiving threats the Panthers have are very, very dangerous, and the Packers are very vulnerable to those on defense. So I could probably, I mean, I could see run cmc not doing great i could i mean what i'm thinking this week is probably a stat line around 12 points 10 points if he doesn't go off so he's like a rb2 for me and by the way if i pretty much call an rb2 anybody i don't mention you know who's an rb1 guys you know him jonathan stewart is he's just not super reliable Especially because Cam Newton is, is a rusher himself, and he is kind of full of himself, so he does like to do and hog the ball, but he is a great quarterback, so you're looking at that like, here's, here's um, it'll be exciting, it'll be very exciting to watch, and if I forgot if I to mention anything, totally uh, ask me, at, uh, DM me on Instagram, or whatever you guys want to do, I'm totally here to answer all your questions, yeah, So next up we have Jets at Saints. This will be a very exciting matchup. Very, very exciting. Because, well, actually, I was just, I was using fillers there, people. That's one of the things we do when we talk on podcasts. We just, when we say those things, we kind of like numb our brain. We're just like, half our brain is thinking about, okay, what am I going to say next? And half our brain is like, okay, what can I say now to stall the podcast? Bit of cool podcast information for y'all out there. So, Saints will destroy the Jets unless some unforeseen action secret play happens. You're starting Kamara, you're starting Ingram, you're starting Thomas, you are starting Drew Brees in this game. I think I would probably start Drew Brees because they're the Jets and odds are you don't have anybody better to play. So, yeah, I will update some rankings on our website and that will explain some more of what I'm talking about and blabbing about here on the podcast. So, yeah. For the Jets, gosh, Robbie Anderson, Jermaine Kurtz, ASJ, Austin Aaron Jenkins is that. They all lose value. We have to see Bryce Petty play. Last year when he was playing, he really wasn't that great. So, we have to watch and see who he's going to pass to. For now, I trust no one. (laughs) Okay, X-Files. I would trust, I mean, Robbie Anderson is the old. He's young, and Bryce Petty's not exactly old, so... They might have some sort of Brett hundley Devonte Adams connection there. But, I mean, Robbie Anderson-Jermaine Curse downgraded to wide receiver three flex options, if I want to even start him there. But, yeah. Yeah. Next up is Dolphins at Bills. We saw what the Dolphins did, and the Bills have been just destroyed by some big plays lately. So, the Dolphins, you might want to be... I mean, you're probably not... You're starting Kenyon Drake, I would say over Damian Williams because he's played better. And you're starting LaShawn McCoy, and I think Kelvin Benjamin is done for the year unless there's something new that's come up. It's just I doubt the Bills will make the playoffs. And yeah, that's <laughs> I mean it's just pretty much a Patriots Steelers race there. So I mean, as for the Bills, it's LaShawn McCoy's show there. And as for the Dolphins, it's it's Kenyon Drake's show. I have seen some improvements from Jarvis Landry and Kenny Stills. Jarvis Landry, wide receiver 2 with very low floor. Kenny Stills, wide receiver 3 with very high ceiling. Texans at Jaguars. Jaguars take this game easy. I honestly, I mean, I'm going to say Leonard Fournette has gained a little bit more of my trust in the past two weeks. He could be the rookie of the year because he has really probably held together the franchise and kept them from having a losing record. All uh, right. You're starting Nuke, DeAndre Hopkins. You might be starting Lamar Miller because he's like a low-end RB, low RB two. I mean, probably more of a flex option. Like, I mean, there's there are other guys that I would start over Lamar Miller, uh, especially because the Jaguars' defense is brutal. So you're only looking for your stars there. So that's about it. <laughs> there's not much story to tell. If, in fact, you lost Carson Wentz, Blake Bortles would be a decent play this week. He would be a decent play. And then that would upgrade Marquise Lee to more of a wide receiver, not a wide receiver one, but a wide receiver two rather than a low end flex option. So I think that's about it. Mercedes Lewis would be merely a flyer tight end. Rams at Seahawks, we need the Rams to win. Packers fans everywhere. Okay, that didn't work out like I wanted to. Rams, you're starting Gurley. You might be starting Robbie Anderson, or you might be starting Robert Woods if he comes back. I don't know the injury status on him this week, but Sammy Watkins will probably lose targets. All he has five touchdowns in his last six games, and Cooper Cup, as he did great last week. That was a high-scoring game with both these defenses. It could be a low-scoring game here. You're starting Russell Wilson, and I don't know. Doug Baldwin has been so on and off, so he's a high-end wide receiver too for me. And Paul Richardson would not even... I mean, unless you're in a super deep, like 16 or 12 or 14 team league, you're probably not even starting Paul Richardson. He's merely touchdown dependent. And next up, we have... Uh, I mean, I'll post something on Instagram about the Rams wide receiver situation later in the week. How about that? So next up, we have the Titans at the 49ers. This should be a interesting game. Honestly, Derrick Henry would be the running back start, but there, neither of them... I just don't know who to trust in this matchup. Uh, you got just—I have no idea who to trust, guys. It's just so crazy. <sighs> like I'm—I'm like—I'm like sitting here. Like I, I before the podcast, I said okay, I'm gonna say Derrick Henry, but now I'm second guessing myself because DeMarco Murray could have a really, really good game. But Derrick Henry's the one I'm gonna go with. Oh, I'm saying it again. Rashard Matthews, a stronger start this week than he is most weeks because Marcus Mariota purely hasn't been... He's been like QB 20 or something. He's just not doing really good this year. And that's about it. Uh, you probably you could be starting Marquise Goodwin because the Titans' defense has not been good this year. They've been pretty bad. So Marquise Goodwin, a wide receiver too, very low floor. He did okay last week, uh, but... Yeah, this Jimmy Garoppolo would not even make my... Maybe make my top 12. Probably more likely my top 14, though. So, yeah. Patriots at Steelers. (laughs) The one you've all been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. Patriots at Steelers. This is like the AFC Championship rematch. Like, it's so much like it that it is the AFC Championship rematch. Except it's at the Steelers. I think the Steelers take this one like... 40, no, 55 to 53 or something at Heinz Field. Although Brady has gone to Heinz Field seven times in his career. I think I'm right about that one. And he has won six of those. But the Steelers are looking really, really good. They're looking like the XLV Super Bowl contenders. Although they lost that one to the Packers. Hmm. So we have the Patriots at the Steelers. You start Antonio Brown. Juju Smith-Schuster is a low-end... Well, actually, he's a high-end wide receiver. Three for me. And... Don't trust Steelers' hands. Le'Veon Bell is an RB1. There, I mentioned an RB1. Uh, And Patriots, what the heck is going on? I posted Instagram about this. We have no idea, folks. We have no idea what running back they're going with. No idea. Right now, it's leaning towards Rex Burkhead. Leaning. You saw how Jamal Williams bashed them a few weeks ago. So I would... But Jamal Williams is kind of the Dion Lewis so I, I see them as more of a matchup and I would see Rex Burkhead and Aaron Jones as a match so this could be Dion Lewis's game right here they're sitting at about the same level for me it's possible the Patriots maybe release not information but maybe there could be some injury we don't know about that can affect the way they play but right now I would probably say Dion Lewis would be your guy this week, but I might regret saying that because Rex Burkhead has been so talented and he's just been a great great red zone threat for them. Two more games: Cowboys at Raiders. I hope Cowboys lose this one because I'm literally cheering against every NFC opponent. Um, and then the Cowboys get Zeke back next week. I think I'm correct on that one. So, yeah, you got Cowboys at Raiders. Alfred Morris and Rod Smith. That is again a Rex Burkhead situation. Rex Burkhead, Deion Lewis situation. Although Rod Smith had a great game last week. Um, I'm gonna make a post on that. So I'm gonna do a post on Cowboys running backs. I'm gonna do a post on Patriots running backs, and I'm gonna do a post on uh, Rams wide receivers, and well probably tight the the Titans running backs. So I'll look at those after this and then do some Instagram posts later in the week. But before the games, by the way. So Raiders, depending on if Amari Cooper comes back this week, I think he he is back from injury. He's going to be the wide receiver too, but then again, Michael Crabtree. Those two, I don't like either of them. It's kind of like, I feel about those two like I feel about Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams, except I feel... Better about those because Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. Marshawn Lynch has been stronger. Cowboys defense has been a little improved. Marshawn Lynch merely a low end running back too, with very low floor. Next is Falcons Buccaneers. Mohamed Sanu has had a great past few weeks. Mark him down as wide receiver two. We probably starting him this week too. Julio Jones you're starting. Devonta Freeman you're starting. Austin Hooper interesting flyer. Interesting interesting interesting. And. The Buccaneers, I mean Doug Martin would be the only one I would even come close to considering starting from the running backs. Except me part Peyton Barber is a low he's a flex play, low end flex play. If you really need somebody. Mike Evans has lost some value. Um but his 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 ceiling is really, really high. And the Falcons defense has been really middle of the pack, so that's where we sit on that game. I could do a post on Mike Evans too. Uh, so that's like five posts, and that's Monday Night Football. I'm hoping that I think uh, the, I want the Buccaneers to win. But at, at like 4 and 10, they probably won't. Uh, I think they're actually 3 and 10. I can't remember. But, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. I know sometimes it can be a bear, but I really do have some good information. And it's a long podcast. So if you have any questions or comments or anything, let me know. Send me a message at 612. 612- 808-4399 or send me an email at fantasydudesmedia at gmail.com Feel free to visit our website thefantasyfootballdudes.com thefantasyfootballdudes.com And that uh, will have rankings updated by at least game time on Thursday, if not by Wednesday night and I'm talking uh, the December 12th. Uh, happy birthday to my sister. She just Her birthday was yesterday and I wasn't able to come on the podcast but happy birthday to her. And yeah, it's my half birthday on Saturday, but who celebrates those? Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, guys. If I if you ever uh, heard me mention Riley Eric, by the way, if you don't want to hear about like non fantasy stuff, fantasy stuff is gone, like it's like gone here. So I'm just talking here. So if you ever heard of Raleigh Eric, uh, his name is Eric, and he he probably lives in Raleigh. I actually don't know. I met him on Instagram, and he's a super nice guy. He makes paintings. He makes. Woodburns, coasters, glass etches. He's a beast. The guy is like the Aaron Rodgers of the Woodburn industry. <laughs> wow, that's quite the, the analogy there. So I hope that you, you uh, talk to him. He's booked up for the holidays, but after Christmas, he, he will be able to be available for some gigs. He loves his work, so there you have it, guys. I really enjoyed talking on the podcast. Let me know if you have any questions for me. Uh, Skull Vikings fan page. If you have any more questions for me, make sure to ask. And our guy who won the Amazon Aleco Dot, thank you for listening to this far. If you have any questions too, feel free to message us again because those are the two guys that messaged us last week and they won. So, thank you so much for listening, guys, as I have said before. And I hope you have a great fantasy playoffs. If you have a super cool championship story you want to share with us and we'll share it on the podcast, then totally we will do that. Um, So that's all I got for you this week. Good luck in your fantasy playoffs. Don't feel f- sure. feel free to ask us any questions, and have a great!